everyone to Game Talk. This is episode nine. I am Ed, along with Cody. Hello, everyone. Hopefully, hello. Uh, hope, uh, hopefully, you all had a good Fourth of July. If you live in America, I know I had an amazing Fourth of July. Um, how about you, Cody? Uh, well, you know, the Fourth of July. It's it's a big holiday. Uh, I obviously like the Fourth of July, but this was the first Fourth of July I spent in my hometown, and honestly, it was pretty bad. Uh, fireworks lasted for about maybe a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very lame show and very disappointing from what I'm used to uh, going to a, a town where you know really big fireworks going off and you know it lasts for a few hours. But other than that, I mean, it, it was a decent Fourth of July. Just the show was kind of disappointing. Kind of disappointing. Well, in my town, is kind of the same because. We obviously I live in Kentucky and we have Kentucky Derby and for like two weeks we have a big festival before the Kentucky Derby. It's a two week long and the beginning of that show, I mean the beginning of the festival, it's uh, we have what is called Thunder of Louisville. Uh-huh. You know we have um, yeah we have air it's an air show but then uh, at night it's a huge and I mean a huge firework display. Uh, it is it is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, firework display in North America. That's how big it is, Damn. and people go from all over the world. We usually get on a on a nice weather, right? If it's not raining uh, or cold, <laughs> uh, we can get up to eight hundred thousand people <clears throat> in downtown and the waterfront area. Right, that's that's and insane. That's insane. So if you compare that show to the Fourth of July fireworks, the Fourth of July fireworks is just gonna fall short. Right. But it's still good. Uh, but in my neighborhood, we had kids with, uh, you know, firing up fireworks till like freaking one in the morning. Cause apparently, you know, people didn't have to go to work the next day. I did. You did, yeah. Okay, that's, so it was not fun. That's, that's definitely not fun when you're trying to sleep and you just hear a bunch of whistling and cracking, big booms and pops. That's, right? Uh, that'd be so a little was, annoying, especially in a city like that, that. Yeah, it is definitely annoying, you know, because I, there's, well, if there's people around, so they, it was just very loud. Right, <laughs> Let's put it right. that way. So, but other than that, it was a fun Fourth of July. I hope uh, you guys had a awesome Fourth of July. And if you're not from America, well, I hope you all had a good Thursday. <laughs> had a wonderful Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Uh, so this. Anyways, uh, so tell me about there. There's some things. There's been some some news that uh, regarding EA, and we know we hate EA here. We always hating on EA, but I think this one it just kind of hits hits the fans. Or the gamers uh, in the face with what EA's had to say oh, here. Oh, ab- uh, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about that. Absolutely. I mean, this, this article here, it's a very short read. But uh, the reason why we keep bringing up EA is because EA keeps bringing up stories like this, which is just awful. Awful, awful stories, which is bashing and basically calling their player base and their fans, uh, quotations, dumb, stupid. Uh, uneducated, uh, just just really bashing out uh, the fans. Prime example. I know we've talked about Anthem and we bring up Anthem quite a bit due to its failures, and rightfully so. But EA is blaming the fan base, aka the players, you guys. Uh, they are making or they are saying that we are the problem. Why Anthem failed? 
we are the main reason why Anthem was not the way Anthem should have been. Um, due to we didn't give enough feedback or we didn't give them what they what they really needed or or blah 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 and they're they're put they're they're pointing the fingers at you guys now for me that hits that hits a really uh <laughs> um what's the right word here that that really irritates me that that really pisses me off honestly due to i've been lied to um and i paid what was it Ed, uh like eighty dollars for Eighty dollars, right? Because both of us we were suckers. We got the deluxe edition. We got the deluxe edition. Plus, we paid an additional what was it, fifteen twenty dollars for the Origins access? Yes, to play it a week earlier. Right. So we gave uh, EA almost a hundred dollars. Almost a hundred dollars for an unfinished, bugged out piece of garbage, no end game, no content, recycled game. I mean, honestly, this game. I mean, if it wasn't for the graphics, should have been like a two thousand five release. I swear to God. Regardless, EA is pointing the fingers at you guys. Also, EA is struggling. Um, there was a, <clears throat> a, uh, an article here. Let me let me read his name. Um, doop, doop, doop. Rob Lean. So. Um, I, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Rob Lean. Um, he he interviewed uh-huh. um, an EVP uh, of of EA, Matt Billybot or B- Bilby. Bilby, <laughs> um, and basically what what <laughs> funny last name I know right, um, but basically what Matt Bilby is saying is, well let me let me explain who Matt Bilby is first. Matt Bilby is the person that kind of goes on stage or he goes out and he does these interviews and he talks to the press, the writers, um, the news, um, on what's going on and what what's going on with EA because we need you know obviously so he's kind of like the the public speaker for the right company. but he's also you know he he does the um the overview of the strategic growth of games by or developed by EA meaning if a game's not doing so well he's brought in to figure out hey why is this game not doing well why is the game not selling well why is it getting negative feedback um and and so forth and what does Matt Bilby was telling this this Rob guy is basically EA, you know, they, they publish a lot of games and they, and they have a lot of, uh, they have their fingers or their hands in, in a lot of cookie jars here. Um, but they don't want to focus on smaller games when they want to focus on bigger games because they feel like the bigger games is what's going to sell more, which theoretically, yes, it probably will. But then again, they don't put the effort or the time or the, the management or the resources of of whatever it is into that game, and they're just all spread apart, developing all these other games. And he and he states in this uh, this article that he he dreads going to E3. He dreads going to E3 to see what all these developers that are under E3 or I'm sorry uh, under EA <laughs> EA um, and and what they're creating because. You know, he's scared that they're going to make promises um, that they can't keep. He's scared that they're going to um, create a system such as like Battlefield's two loot boxes that are going to be completely uh, not taken well by the community itself and then have a big uproar. I mean, we all know what happened with Star Wars Battlefront 2. That was a huge scandal, a huge scheme, and it really punished a casual player. Um, but he goes on by saying all this stuff. And they're basically saying what what Matt is basically telling the writer is that they 
they feel like everyone in their their fans and their their player base feels like they're just a bunch of bad guys, which they're absolutely correct. I mean, if you take once again going back to Anthem, you take the state of Anthem. Um, Battlefront 2, Star Wars Battlefront 2. You take those games, prime example right there, horrible, horrible games. Um, just just big, big issues. And then they want to go around and say, hey, my game didn't develop the way I wanted, I wanted it to develop because of you, the player. My game didn't be the way it wanted to be because of you. Or they're money hungry, such as the Battlefront 2 and the, the loot boxes. I mean, we, we, we covered that in, in a previous episode. It, right. it's not it's not okay and it really infuriates me that a game that I personally and I know you too Ed um, we have been hyped for for so so long and it finally releases and within a few hours we're like what the hell is wrong with this game um, right uh, I mean I was I was disappointed uh, when I played the game and there was um, a um, pretty much a stop point that you had in order to progress the story you had to do like this sort of grind right i'm like what the hell is this right that was number one right kind of like a uh, a red flag and then once i finished the campaign which the story was mediocre to be honest but i said well i'm okay with a story being mediocre if the end game is there you know and the, and there's, and the loot is good uh, right well there was there was no end game and and the loot, the loot was, was garbage. garbage. Absolutely garbage. Um, to talk more about the EA uh, spokesperson about the loot boxes, um, he quotes, they're quite fun and quite ethical. What does that mean to you, Ed? What, what does a loot box mean to you? When you get a loot box, do you have fun opening and do you think it's ethical? Uh, I've said this before. I do not think it's ethical, and it—I mean, for me, it's not fun. I really don't care about loot boxes. When I play Overwatch and I get a loot box, I'm like, okay, fine, I open it, same, so I can get rid of the, get rid of it off of my screen, and then I don't get anything good. I'm not excited, even if I get something for exciting, like an exotic. I'm not, I don't really care because right. most likely it's not even for the character that I use. Exactly. So and I, it, I, I frankly, right. I, I've never been excited to open a damn loop. And it all goes back to the whole gambling aspect where you don't know what you're going to get. Now, yeah, you can, you know, go and buy an exclusive or not an exclusive, but you can go and buy a specific item or skin or weapon uh, skin or, or whatever or emote um, mm-hmm. for actual money. But then again, I mean, it, it all comes down to it's gambling, right? And that's not that's not fun for me, and it's not ethical. And like like I said before, we covered this in a previous episode. Uh, if you want to know more about that, you can go back and watch it. Uh, in the description, we'll get that episode for you. I forget what what episode it was, but uh, I think it was just a couple episodes. Yeah, ago, so yeah, it wasn't too long ago. They can go ahead and listen it. Yeah, but it, it, it's I think episode seven, or I believe. Right. It, it it just it really infuriates me that that EA is pointing the finger at the players. Now, at the gamers. Now, I want to also give you guys, you know, kind of kind of like a little insight to what EA really wants. Okay. EA doesn't care about me. EA doesn't care about Ed. They don't care about, um, you know, a really famous YouTuber that covers their content or or you that are listening or Jimmy and John or whoever. They don't care about you. What they care about is mommy and daddy during um, Black Friday and, and seasonal time, walking into the store and saying, oh, wow, look at this, Star Wars Battlefront 2. You know, little Jimmy would like this. Or little John, you know, 
um, they rely on parents. They rely on the kids telling the parents what they want, and they're scamming the parents. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's what it all comes down to. So for me, this is this is a company like you said. It's it's more focused about grabbing. I, I, I hate to put this 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 way. Just your regular casual gamer or your kids. Yep. They see Star Wars. The one that Star Wars game. Oh, or that that one one you know just somebody walking down the aisle of Target. It's like oh I like Star Wars. This this is a new Star Wars game. I'll get it. Cause he just he doesn't know about what EA has done. He doesn't keep up with the news about EA. Uh, only people that truly enjoy video games like they really you know want to uh be engrossed in their hobbies would they know what ea has done but a regular joe guy who works you know and have kids he's probably gonna see star wars i'm like oh i'm just gonna get it right right now i also want to point something out as well um to our viewers and anybody else who uh, comes to listen to this uh listeners uh (laughs) listen viewers we don't have any videos right listeners (laughs) but uh no so so take this in in for consideration okay uh, let's, let's just say Star Wars Battlefront 3, okay? It comes out, you buy it that day. Um, but it has the pay-to-win aspect in there. You don't know that. Um, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing, and then all of a sudden, you know, a couple days or whatnot, you got to go play your game again, and you had fun with it. And now you're just getting destroyed by, by people, like, just instantly, right? And you're just like, what the heck? What the hell? Why, why am I getting destroyed? Why am I not killing this person (laughs) the way that i should be or that i was a few days ago you know like i know how to play the game i know how the game feels but it's not working you know what what changed well then you you find out that you know it has you know a card system or whatever these cards boost your character they boost your damage they boost your shields they boost your health your movement speed all these are really big prime key elements into the game that just now puts you at a disadvantage so now what are you going to do you're going to play the game so you're going to try to play the game. You're going to keep losing. You're going to keep dying. You're going to keep getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated to the point where you're going to say, you know what? F this. <laughs> I'm going to buy some effing loot boxes. You know, I, I can't deal with this anymore. This is infuriating. I cannot continue to go into a game and continue to die. So you buy these loot boxes. You open these loot boxes and and and, and you, you, you spend so much money into it just to get hopefully to get what you want for a character so you can compete okay that is what ea wants and that is what happened with star wars battlefront 2 and the casual gamer that's what it's targeted to uh the little kids um you know casual gamers that that's who this is really uh the uh let, let me let me rephrase this this is the type of game that ea wants to wants to build for these people because they know that they're not going to play the game enough or they know they're not going to be good enough to get these star cards or or whatever it is to boost their character so they know that they're going to break down and they're going to they're going to pay money to to basically get yeah. better at the game and that's exactly and and that's what's wrong and for for EA to say that it is our fault that their games and and uh and especially Anthem was a failure because of us it just really infuriates me it's 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 infuriating and all I have to say to EA is, you know, just make quality games. If you make quality games, you know, good games, then, you know, your you, gamers are, are not going to talk shit about your, your game. Right. But Anthem is pff, a pff, awful game. 
Awful. Oh, it, it's completely you know, awful. Mass Effect Andromeda, when it came out, it got awful. really cute. And, mm. yeah. It wasn't, that, like, the story wasn't bad. It was just <laughs> the characters. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. I played when it came out, and I I just couldn't. I couldn't. Right. I couldn't. Right. No, and, I, mean, I, I mean, yeah, I tried to put a few, you know, I, I fired it up, and within, like, an hour and a half, I ended up turning it off. Um, but... But anyways, it, it, it's, 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 it's wrong. It, it's completely wrong. It, it really um, kind of touches home with me in a way, if that makes any sense. Um, they just trying to cut corners so, and, you know, release something um, where it's like half, not even half decent, really, just acceptable, right? Right. So then people buy it, they get the money out of that, and then, you know... After that, oh, sorry, well, you know, you know, not sorry at all. They just go ahead and be like, well, you know, this is the game. Right. We'll patch some things here and there, you know, but after they got your money. You know, and Star Wars game is going to sell, you know. Oh, yeah. And then Anthem sold quite a bit because it was a really hyped game. And, I mean, nobody knew. I mean, unfortunately, with, with MMO games... Uh, you have to get to the end game to know if it's good, unfortunately. Right. I mean, because the stories in MMO are never really going to be that great. And, and, and it's okay because it's not about the stories. It's about that, that, uh, that grind, that, that loot. That's what makes MMO great games right. like The Division 2. Uh, obviously, The Division 2 has problems. Uh, but in terms of that loot and and grinding it, it was very satisfying when i played both the division one and the division two well it had that that loot right that you wanted more right? that you you know you wanted to you saw those numbers and you knew that you were improving you know every time you did something you got a a, a weapon right well and i also want to point out where if you take destiny 2 the division 2 um all these looter shooters um games like that you know and even Anthem, um, when there's a problem, they tr- the, the the devs and, and the developer, they try to fix the problem. Uh, honestly, they do. Instead of pointing the finger, such as Bungie or um, uh, who, who made who made the division? I'm having a brain fart. Um, it was published by Ubisoft, but it Ubisoft. was... Um, uh, but... Uh, I forgot the developer's name. Right, but but uh, but but regardless, when there was problems with the Division Two, when there was problems with Destiny Two, the player base spoke up. They said, "Hey, this is wrong." Massive I, entertainment. Massive entertainment. But they but they the players spoke up. They said that this was wrong. They didn't enjoy this. This is why they didn't enjoy this. And and they they may have not fixed it completely right away, but they made steps in progress to fixing it. Whereas Anthem and EA, they're just they're still trying to fix that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're just pointing fingers and saying, this is your fault. Yeah, that game has been released in February, and it's already July. So it's like about, what, already five months? Six since, months. Since it's been out. Yeah, five, six months. And it's still, you know, uh, horrible. Yeah, I don't see so. any content on YouTube of people playing it. I don't see any Twitch streamers streaming it really. Um, the the game's dead, and rightfully so. The game is trash. 
Yep. Uh, bec- the game is trash. And and yeah. and the reason why the game is trash is obviously because of how it launched, but because the developer and EA they don't want to fix it. They want to point the blame and point the fingers and say this is your problem. You made the game the way it is because of you. So. Well, I think that I well I think they do want to fix it, but they don't want to be. They don't want to admit the, 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 that they did a shitty job. Right. You know. But that's that's really Anyways. all I got. Uh, what do you what do you got going on with you? For me, uh, this is might have been a little bit of uh, kind of like uh, like an old fart. Everybody's like, oh yeah, I know about this, you know. But GameStop, everyone knows that GameStop is essentially dying. Uh, right. We known it for a bit, right? But this is a this is a company that it is still today the largest uh, uh, video game retailer in the world. Right. 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 So I think how this company came to where it is now, which is losing lots of money, and I'll go over that to what it could implement for gamers in the future because a lot of people might say good GameStop is it's going out of business yada that but I also think it might be a little bit of uh, of bad news for us gamers as well because I don't think a lot of people understand what it can imply if GameStop goes out goes away right so to understand how this company uh, just just went downhill right uh, obviously, everybody knows about their trade trading practices. It was awful, right? right. Uh, and, and everybody knows the meme. You know, you go in, you buy a brand new game for sixty bucks. You turn around, try to trade it in, but then they'll give you five bucks, right? right? You know, everybody knows about that. Um, that's when they were rolling high. Obviously, they have updated some of those practices. Um, but let's let's take a look here. Back in twenty thirteen right they saw this problem right so they known for quite a bit so if, if people think that they are reacting you know just recently uh, two or three years down the line it, it is incorrect that they GameStop saw this problem of 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 having um, physical video game copies uh-huh. right? they knew it was gonna be a problem down the line and what they did is they bought um, uh, wireless, uh, wire- smartphone stores like wireless stores, like, and I and I saw this at my local GameStop. Uh, one, t- uh, I think in 2015, I walked in and there was like a little table and they were showcasing uh, smartphones. Right, right, right. You could have like a plan there and you could even pay your phone bill there, right? So what they did is they bought is they bought uh, Spring Mobile, and then they also bought hundreds of storefronts from AT and T, and um. By 2016, GameStop uh, owned and operated uh, about 1,500 mobile phone stores under Spring Mobile, under that name, right? Right. right. So they figure, hey, if if we go into the smartphone business, it's, and you gotta understand, back in 2013, smartphones, I mean, were 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 really big. I mean, they're big now, obviously, but but this is like the kind of like the start of a smartphone era where a lot more people are getting into smartphones right 
a lot of like the older crowds and and the, and the, and the younger people and just in, in general people started to afford smartphones they were more affordable at this time right so they they thought that they would make about a million dollar a piece per store so you figure well we own about 1500 so we're gonna make about 1.5 billion in revenue great they're gonna make a profit of about 150 to 200 million profit right this is what the article says because uh you figure well you know after all their expenses and everything they're gonna make 150 to 200 million profit which is which is good you know well they only made about 80 million and they went in debt so when they bought these stores they own no debt and they have money in the bank well after it they spent to to purchase all these stores right they spent about 700 million and they borrow 800 billion so they went 800 uh, sorry 800 million in debt well they did not make enough profits so they ended up selling it and that's what happened i think in uh last year the end of last year i believe they sold like their mobile um portion of the business and they sold it (laughs) and they pretty much just got 700 million back so the 800 million in debt damn so yeah so that's why GameStop's lost. They lost like over six hundred million this past year, like almost seven hundred million. They lost. So they they went from high, you know, riding high to really struggling. Right. Not only that, their stock at the beginning of the year was sixteen dollars, and you might say, okay, that's not bad. Well, their stock now it's just five dollars. So per share, so they have lost money. Their their stocks are worth nothing. And for people who may not be as savvy, because I, I I study uh, business administration, so my major is in business. <laughs> right. So, but basically, you know, if in the stock market, their share, one share of them or theirs, is five bucks. It w- used to be sixteen dollars. So for layman's stone, let's say I earn ten shares of GameStop at $16, right? So it would have been $160 if I would have sold those shares. Well, right now, if I sell those shares, I'm only going to get about 50 bucks. So I lost money, right? And their stock value back in 2015 was hovering over $40. So think about that. Right, it was booming. Just, you know, it was booming, right? And now it has gone down downhill. Hmm. So, it, it this this is this is in my opinion somewhat of a problem because if GameStop leaves like Blockbuster or Hollywood Video, right? I think it's gonna create more of a problem for us gamers because I don't know about you, but I still like to go to GameStop and buy physical copies. Oh because yeah, I like to have a say on the games. You don't own the game in 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 when you when you physically download it. Right. 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 Also, um, a- accessories that I want to get for my consoles. Where am I gonna get it? Do I have to go to like Target or Walmart? They don't. Everybody knows they don't have a large selection of accessories. Right. Even Best Buy. Right. Yeah, because when you when you want an accessory, and a cute one as well. Like uh, if you if you want a uh, accessories for Nintendo Switch and you want like a Pikachu or or or. 
Fire Emblem um, accessory w with your controller or whatnot or something like that, you know, you, you go to GameStop, right? right? It's really difficult to find it just at your local Target or Walmart. If you, if you want to buy a used game and get it at a discount and i understand when the when it's a brand new game they only give you like a five dollar discount or ten dollar discount but down the line you know that video game goes down in price when they use so brand new you might spend still sixty dollars or forty dollars brand new but used you might get it for 25 bucks and that's a good deal well see here so, here's the problem i see with this too is if you don't own the physical copy and let's say you go out and you buy it you think you're going to like it, you go out and you buy the game, um, you, you install it, you play it, you end up not liking it, right? Okay, so mm -hmm. what do you do? You go back and you return it. Even though you're not going to get even 50% back. You get about half. You get 50% back, but at least you get something back. You get something back, whereas if it was a digital download, guess what? You're stuck with it, man. You're stuck with it, no matter what. Um, yeah, digital, you're stuck with it. Now, Unless you're Steam. Right. Well, in Steam, I would like them to... Um, um, sorry, my doggies are playing. Um, hello, doggies. Hello. Um, but no, for for Steam, I would like them to, you know, maybe instead of what is it, four hours? Um, no, two hours. Two hours. Two hours. You. Two hours isn't. It isn't very much. Yeah. That's that's not enough better time. Better than nothing. But it is better than nothing. Better than nothing. But I do see the problem. You know, where are you gonna go and buy your next console? Amazon. You're gonna trust your console to be shipped in a truck, shipped to your your hometown, put on a mailbox or <laughs> a mailbox, put on a mail truck no. or a UPS <laughs> truck, and shipped to your house. You're gonna trust someone to to carefully transport that machine that you just spent three, four, five hundred dollars or however much money you just spent on it. You're gonna trust that person to bring that bring that to you. To bring that to you. That's really. Exactly, and not only that, and you say, well, I can still go to Target and Walmart. I understand, but GameStop releases like special editions of consoles. Exactly. Like the Destiny White, that that one is hard to get. Very hard but to you get. You may not be able to find it at Walmart or your local Target. Right. You know, or, or Spider-Man Xbox. or Spider-Man I mean, Xbox. PS4. Or, right. Not, right. <laughs> PS4. <laughs> Xbox, yeah, right. Uh, but you do have your Gears... Uh, a war oh Xbox gosh. that is that will be exclusive, right? I, so those stuff can be uh, very difficult to find just at Walmart. And not only that, um, uh, the, uh, GameStop also has the your 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 little cool uh, gaming uh, accessories. Uh, as, not accessory. I wouldn't say accessory. Like your keychain. Or, or your little um, cup. Right. Um, well, I, you know, I'm gonna, like a little, I'm your gonna, little things for I'm, for I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm going to say accessories. Think of it as, you know, a car, okay? You have a mechanic for your car. Think of GameStop as your mechanic. You go to GameStop when you need something, a new controller. Okay, yeah, you can get a new controller at Target, Walmart, Best Buy, okay, you name it, whatever. What if you want some uh, 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 Joy Freaks or... Uh, um, the elite, yeah, you know uh, the little joysticks that, uh, or the little pads that go on top of your joysticks that. The little pads, yeah. yeah I, I, control I freaks, that's what they're you, called. Yeah. Um, control freaks, yeah. You might be able to get them at Walmart or whatnot, but different types of headsets that you can buy now. Best Buy does a good job at having different selection of headsets, but GameStop definitely has a hell of a lot more. Think of it as you know, uh, think of it as like a steak, okay. 
GameStop is a stake where Walmart and um, even Best Buy and Target it's it's an artificial stake it's not it's not you know it's it's a catered cow you know it wasn't <laughs> you know it wasn't grass fed or whatever um, I know that's exactly. a weird analogy like you, but it, yeah like it, it's the heart of the gaming community okay and if exactly. you take that away you're taking away a lot of possibilities for a gamer when I need something for my PlayStation or when I need a new controller or a new game or whatnot, like Ed said, I like to have the physical copy. Where am I going to go? GameStop. GameStop. Yeah. Very rarely would I buy a new game like at Best Buy. I bought Target. one game. My, my whole entire gaming life, which has been my whole life, uh, the one game that I've ever bought outside of GameStop was at Best Buy, and it was Rise, Son of Rome, when I bought my Xbox because GameStop my Xbox one GameStop sold out and you know, I wanted an Xbox one. So I went, I went all over the place. I went to target Walmart, Best Buy. Um, but if I, I, you know, I finally found my Xbox and if I would buy my Xbox, I got, you know, 50% off on any game, which I wanted to rise, but yep. So with, with, with you, you raised a good point there with the physical, with the digital copies and, and, Going back to the used games, you know, your regular Walmart or your Best Buy or your Target are not going to have a large selection of used games, if at all. Uh-uh, no, they won't. I, I, actually, I don't does even... does have a lot. Right, I don't even think I've seen used games at, at any of those retails. Um, I have. I have. I've seen it at Best Buy. I've seen it at all three. Uh, it's very, very, very thin library um, um i mean and the games that they have is like I say it's not a very it you might find like a, a few of call of duty used games there right. uh, a few sports games for sure but uh for somebody who enjoys playing video games and does their main hobbies you're most definitely not gonna find a good selection of games right. if you're a casual You'll probably go to my local Best Buy and you'll be able to find a used sports game or a used Call of Duty. Even Walmart will have that. And Target uh, may have it. But if you are if you truly enjoy this hobby and you want to go and buy a used game at Best Buy or Walmart, nah, mm, tough luck. You, you're going you're gonna to be struggling uh, to find a used game, uh, especially if they're a few years older. Right. Uh, old, sorry. It, right. it, it's most like mo most of the time it's, it's, it's fairly recent um, with, with with that in mind we're not GameStop fans and we're not like oh please you know you know save GameStop or not but let's 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 take a, a look back and and kind of think the drawbacks that if GameStop goes away we're gonna face right well, also think about all the times um, that you may, have, you may have went to midnight releases. I mean, the most exciting midnight release I've ever been to was Destiny um, when, when that first came out. I remember so many people in my small town was at this GameStop just waiting outside. Um, that's going to go away. Uh, what, what if, that's going to, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what if you, I mean... Some people I know do this, and I know a lot of people don't. But I will even call GameStop and say, "Hey, have you played, you know, uh, Monster Hunter World, or have you played Rainbow Six Siege, or you know, wh whatever game just came out?" And 
I could talk to him and say, okay, what, what's your opinion on it? You know, like, did you like it? Would you recommend it to an ad, like a, a hardcore gamer or, or a casual gamer or whatever? And they would have conversations with you. You know, it's a place where you can go in and you can actually have a conversation about your interests. You both share that interest. Whereas if you go to Walmart or you go to Target or you go to Best Buy and you say, hey, you know, that I'm, person most likely, that might be an old lady or an old man, right. you know, he getting doesn't your know. game. He doesn't know. <laughs> he it's doesn't like, know. like I said, I'm bringing up the car, car analogy. It's like going to, you know, uh, a, a dealer and saying, hey, you know, I really like this uh, Ferrari here. Uh, can you tell me anything about it? And this guy's saying, oh, you know, well, really, I don't know anything much about cars. I just work here. Okay. Um, your, your confidence level in that game and in that person drops significantly because that person doesn't know, you know, if that makes any sense. Um, and, and, and honestly, if GameStop was to, to go out of business like um, a blockbuster, I, I would be saddened, you know, that... You know, I remember. I would be too. That 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 was a big part of my childhood. Same thing with Blockbuster. <laughs> you know, those things were because big parts. For me, video games is a bit different than music or movies. You know, uh, you know, for music, you know, obviously I download my music. I don't buy CDs anymore. Right. Because for music, you know, when I buy an album, I may only like a few songs out of that album exactly. in the first place. Yep. Right. And then I'll download it, right? Will I, you know, if iTunes goes out of business one day and I can't, you know, write, uh, own that that song again, that I will be saddened. But I know I can have other other ways to listen to it. You know, there's Spotify, there's Pandora, there's, you know. Yeah, I can I can get yeah. a different, yeah, SoundCloud. I can definitely listen to it other 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 ways. And movies. Once you watch a movie, you know, most of the time you just rent it. You don't even physically download it. And then right. once you watch that movie, you know, that, that don't, how, how often do you typically watch rewatch a movie? You know, most people don't even do it. I like to rewatch movies, unfortunately, so I also like physical <laughs> copies of movies. Right, right. <laughs> I know because I like to rewatch them. But if it's a movie that I'm not going to be very interested in, I'll just rent it, right, right? Right. If I'm a fan of the movie, I'll buy it, right? So even even movies and, and music, it's not it's not dead yet. It just it's just you can you can get away with not with not purchasing those more because for a video video game, you're gonna spend hours, right? With this, you and it's more first of all, it's more expensive. So you're spending sixty dollars on something that you may or may not like. Right. It's not like a movie that you rent for five bucks, right? Or a CD that you may only like one song and then buy it for like, you know, you buy the song or buy the, the album for 10 bucks. Right. You know, it's compared to a game is $60, right? And then not only that, when you get the game, right? And you say, oh, I love it. I'm, I love the game. I own it. You know, if the service goes down, right? In order to purchase, that's another sixty dollars. Yep. For example, so it's not like again a movie or a CD that is much cheaper. Not only that, let's say you have this game right three years down the line. If you want to play it, you may not be able to play it because the developers may not own the rights. For example, th that they don't own the rights to the mute to the to the music 
and they'll take it off yeah. where you can't play it, which happened to Alan Wake. They may sell the rights to the game to a different um, developer or a different company, and that may cause some problems. You know, a whole a plethora of problems can arise where you cannot play that game anymore. Right, right. Well, and, that, and that's a big... That's, Your account can get banned? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a million Act. things that can happen. Um, and, 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 that's, and that's huge. You know, it's, it's, it's a really big deal, honestly. And like we said, you know, we're not, we're not GameStop fanboys or, you know, saying, hey, go out there and spend all your hard-earned money on GameStop to, to help keep them afloat. No, we're, just, get, we're right? just giving you guys the, the real idea of, you know, what could potentially happen. I mean, this, What can potentially happen? This, and not everybody in America has great internet. Yeah. Not even in America, in the world. Right. So the digital frenzy that we've been hearing about, like with Stadia and all that shit, I personally don't think we're ready for that. Oh, no. I mean, not not to completely get rid of a physical platform uh, or hard, not platform, but hard copy disc selling, you know, business such as GameStop or whatnot. Um, but yeah. exactly what you just said. Not everybody has great internet to stream that. I mean, because you have to stream the game, you have to download the game, and you have to play the game, you know? playing the game you're still streaming it it's just like watching netflix now who here has you know you're watching netflix you have like a brother or a sister you know they're watching netflix or they're online playing games you know your mom and dad they're online shopping or you know doing work or whatever it is and in and, and your in your video uh it starts buffering right it starts lagging um that, that's a big problem because everyone is streaming at the mm-hmm. same time your, your your router can only handle so much now imagine everybody and the whole entire world doing that. Imagine the stress and the strain on on that specific aspect on alone. the servers. Yeah, on the server. Yep. It'll be astronomically insane. There'll be, I mean, I think it's a really cool idea, but for it to just completely scrap it, boom, just like that, and say no more of this. We're going completely digital. No more physicals. Uh, it'll be a rocky boat for quite some time, I believe. I believe so. And, and I agree with you, like I say, you know, we're not GameStop fanboys. Uh, we're not asking people to go spend their money at GameStop. But also think about the implications that, 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 that this will cause when people start downloading physical game. I mean, uh, digital games and then the, and then the streaming of it as well, you know, there, we're, we're gonna be affected, in my opinion. Yep. And I don't think it's gonna be a benefit. I don't like digital cop digital games, because of, of what I said. We don't you don't own it. And in streaming, we're not there yet. Right. And I do like to have a store where I know that I can go. Right. And I can look at the actual game that I'm fucking buying. You know, even though there's very little descriptions on the back of the box, I still like to read it. So like to right. read it, look at the few pictures uh, that are posted on the back, you know, look at the rewards that that game has, has, has been received or whatnot. Um, exactly. Here. I like, and, and I like to be able to know that I can go to a place and it's, it's, I know there's going to be things there that I want because it focuses on my hobby. Exactly. I, w- I was just about to bring that up with how GameStop is an accessory. You know, it has all your accessories. When I go to GameStop, mm-hmm. I... I actually, uh, you know, five, six years ago, I bought a Marcus Phoenix statue, um, like three foot tall statue. It's, it's huge. Um, 
And I remember going into GameStop and I, it was expensive. It was a couple hundred dollars. And I would look at it and look at it and look at it every single time I go in there. And I finally said, you know, hey, someone's going to buy the statue if I don't. And I want the statue. You and know? you want this statue. So I, Somebody's going to buy it. Might as well be me. Exactly. So I bought the statue, you know, whatever. GameStop has stuff like that. Every time I go into GameStop, you know, with a friend to go buy him, not for me to buy him, but I go with him so he can buy you know, Xbox Live or PSN or, or even a new game or a new controller. I look around, yeah. you know. I well, like, you take your, you know, you have a cousin. He's into video games. Yeah. You're taking him there. I'm taking my, my nephews to GameStop to get games. And yeah, it's it's the phrase of a kid in a candy store, you know. You, I, I, I like to look. I like to, you know, touch. I like to to see the stuffed animals and the keychains and you know the the keychain yeah. accessories that Shirts they have and hoodies that they sell yeah yeah so i mean they, sell, they have a yeah, you you, you don't you don't see that stuff at walmart or best buy or target or any other place like that it's it's really you you don't see a statue like that very thin yeah you it's a very very thin they do have a gaming section over at walmart and target right. and, and the target that 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 where i'm at actually it does a very decent job around uh, uh they do have a little bit of gaming uh accessories you can buy like your coffee mug they do have a, a few shirts and a couple backpacks and they have they do have like your little small statue that like 10 20 bucks right so they do tr- have a little bit of it but it's so th- bare bones compared to GameStop that i mean you can't you can't even compare right right so Final thought for me is just let's just not hate on GameStop and let's just think what the implications are going to be when digital becomes even more popular. Cause, yeah, because we're going there. What are your there. final thoughts? Yep. Yeah, we're going there. It, it's Unfortunately, it's only a matter of time. Um, but if What you, are your final thoughts? Uh, my, my final thoughts is... Uh, I guess just ride the wave as long as possible, you know, enjoy it. Cause like I, like we just said, it's, it's not, th- this is going to be the new reality and this new reality is knocking on the front door and it'll be here here pretty soon. So, yeah, I think, I think, uh, after this next generational consoles, um, it's going to be very grim for them. <laughs> so, it, oh, it will. I mean, the, the, it, it absolutely they, they will. have about, they have about, I don't know eight to ten years <laughs> to figure out what the hell they're gonna do right right because it is closing in so <sighs> sorry to end on a sad note i guess for i mean kind of like a grim look <laughs> grim look future. but <laughs> i guess to not completely but. end it on a sad note uh tune in next week as ed and i will be talking about uh season three of stranger things and, uh, and our yes. thoughts on it we and our thoughts on it. We we both spend the both your life basically watching. Binge watching it. We said we were gonna do it. We did it. And we let said me tell we're you, gonna do it. We're going to do it. So it's fantastic. If you haven't watched it, go and watch it. And then come t- and then come yes. join us on our next stream, or not stream, but our next episode. Uh, and and give us give us some thoughts on what you what you liked. Um, and, you and like, share yeah. that share this memory that that we had together. So, um. Yep. Make sure uh, to follow us on Twitter, Game Talk Nineteen, and then 
Facebook at Game Talk Podcast. You can also send us an email, and that's how you can best communicate with us yep. at Game Talk Podcast nineteen at gmail com. And you can also visit our website, uh, GameTalkPodcast.com. Yep. And don't don't be afraid to give us feedback. We check it. We don't check it every day. Uh, I will do a better job on that. But uh, we, we do check it uh, very often. So any questions, yep. any feedback, something you want to hear, something you like, something you didn't like, your feedback is always, always, always welcomed, um, no matter what. So with that being said... I think uh, I think that's all I've got. What, what about you, Ed? You got anything that's else? That's all I add? got. That's it for me. All right, guys. See y'all next week. See y'all next week. <laughs>